It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome back to Sports Scene for this Thursday. A lot of different topics today. Gator football with a day off practice today. Uh, I guess it was uh, yesterday uh, when it was announced by the NCAA that they've got some things that they hope will clean up uh, college basketball in the midst of the FBI probe and that committee that Condoleezza Rice and Jeremy Foley, among others, were on. Well, let's get some reaction to that. For years and years, Mike DeCourcy, who is uh, covering college basketball for the Sporting News, has been kind enough to join us, and I wanted to get him on and get his thoughts about this. Mike, it's good to talk to you again. As I read this, there were some things I thought that were very good. The fact that they can now take information from other agencies and make enforcement, I think that's really good, a lot of teeth in it. But I didn't find the rest of it with a lot of teeth. What say you? Yeah, I think that uh, it's interesting because that's pretty much an analogy that I uh, I don't think I used it in print, but in explaining what happened yesterday, I think what but the Rice Commission did not have a lot of good ideas. But those few good ideas that they presented had the, had the teeth pulled right out of them by the committees that were assigned to turn the commission's recommendations into NCAA legislation. Uh, and and that's, you know, that's the reality of what happened yesterday. For instance, when the Rice Commission said that they believed that players should be able to, if they enter the draft and are not selected, return to college basketball, a lot of us said, well, this, that sounds like a good idea. You know, nice to give a guy a, a chance. I mean, um, you know, uh, you don't want to tell a 20 or 21 or 22-year-old kid that a decision that he makes is irretrievable, that an error, you know, it, it, you make an error, too bad, you screwed up, you, you're gone. Um, give him a second chance. Well, that sounds nice except that the committee that went about turning that proposal into legislation said, we can't be inconvenienced like this. We don't want to have to deal with this, so here's what we do. You can only do this if you, are, if you enter the draft and then are chosen to compete at the combine uh, by the NBA. So they're basically saying if the NBA is telling you that you might not get picked by, by – uh, by not putting in the combine, then you should be smart enough to get out. So too bad. And so 30 guys went through the draft last year, uh, and only five of them had been to the combine that went that were not selected. So 83 percent of the undrafted players can't use this rule. So what's the purpose of the rule? The purpose of the rule is literally to convince everybody that they did something and get everybody to write a headline that they did something and have no one read the actual rule that was put in place. Here's the other thing that struck me, Mike, and again, maybe I'm just way off here, but the, and again, I think the commission, the committee, whatever, tried to do some things, but if the sport is suffering from rampant cheating and unscrupulous agents and all these tournaments that are going on with the high school kids it just seems to me they didn't do enough to stop that sort of thing from still happening am i wrong on that no but that's because they can't 
I mean, it, it, in, in reality, how do you prevent agents from offering money to young players unless you finally at last say, you know what, it's okay if you do it? I mean, that's what I thought that they might do. That was about the only thing that I thought could make a difference is to put all that above board because it's been going on for years, probably 25, 30 years. Uh, and it's, and it's, and when you look at the money that is now available in the NBA, uh, it, 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 it's crazy to say that no one would be, you know, why would, it's not against the, the law, uh, at least, at least not to this point. Uh, it hasn't been, um, you know, for agents to be in, in, engaged in, uh, in paying college, you know, college prospects or college players. And we'll see whether it, it ultimately is, but, you know, it, you're not really, you, you, when you consider the amount of money that's out there, if you get a guy who becomes a significant NBA player, I can understand why they would say, what do I care about NCAA rules? Yeah. Uh, and so unless you bring that above board, what are you, how can you possibly accomplish anything in that regard? Yeah. The other thing that struck me, and I don't understand what's behind this, you can now take five visits. Now they're saying you can take 15 visits. I, I, that, that baffles me. Does it baffle you? I understand why they're doing that. Tell uh, me why. I don't, oh, well, to get, to, basically to get everybody out of the business of unofficial visits. Oh, okay. I mean, there have been a lot of rules broken, a lot of rules broken. Uh, and for a long time, in regards to unofficial visits, uh, you know the the college wants to have you know uh, Joe Jones uh, on an unofficial visit. So the college finds a way to funnel money to the, the to the to Joe Jones's summer coach, um, and then and then that that coach then uses the money to fund the trip. Um, I mean, that's been going on for years, and so they want to get them out of it. So now you say, okay, you want to make an unofficial visit? Uh, not necessary now. We can pay for it. It's official now. Uh, the, 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 the key here is that you still have to be pretty judicious with this because you can only use as a school, I believe it, it'll be now 28 over a two-year period, 28 official visits uh, over a two-year period, whereas before you could use 24. So in 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 steepening the number that they that the player can use, they haven't made a corresponding change for the colleges. So they, ha- they if they're going to do a lot of those unofficials, they have to be pretty selective about it. I got about a minute and a half, Mike. The enforcement aspect of this, uh, with two independent groups being appointed to oversee, you know, the, the tougher cases, is that a good idea? Yeah, I think that, and the you know, and, and certainly they have empowered themselves um, relative to their enforcement process by what you mentioned before, the ability to use outside agencies. Uh, the, the, and, and, I, and that doesn't necessarily even just mean law enforcement. In the past, you really couldn't use law enforcement either. Um, but now, like the FBI case, um, I don't know exactly. I, I'm, not, I'm not into the weeds on what exactly they can use from that. Can they use if the, if any of those cases go to trial? Can you use the court uh, the court transcript? I don't know. Or can you just use investigative documents? That all I, you know they may have all worked it out. They may not have. Uh, but I don't know the answer to that. Um, but then they also can use investigative reports 
commissioned by the schools, like like the Weinstein report that was done on the Carolina situation, mm-hmm. uh, or the uh, the the free report that was done on the Penn State situation. They can now use those documents uh, to help empower their cases, and it, certainly that gives them uh, greater authority. Uh, and greater power behind their investigations. And, and it might have made a difference in the Carolina case. It, it, you know, it, they used the free report, as, as far as I know, in the Penn State deal, but they didn't use much of the rest of their process, which is where they got in trouble. Mike DeCourcy covers college basketball for the Sporting News, SportingNews.com. Mike, always appreciate your time. Thank you. Okay, thank you, Steve. You got it. Always appreciate what he has to say. Hour 2 coming up. Stay with us, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.